Hallelujah. Can you believe this is here? <laughs> Come on. You this is here the whole time. I'll have another pituitary teeny, please. <laughs> mm, so in You're here. so beautiful. Oh, I love it. Don't be afraid to be beautiful. Would you like to go go for a dance or two? Mojo when you mix some red with some blue, you won't resist that pure amethyst. Your third eye opens and takes a view. Indigo, a go go, a play. www.tomcarosa.com and you can uh, pick that up soon. Okay. Let's uh, have a little uh, Fernwood tonight. Okay. Fanny Flag. Okay. Martin Mall. And Fred. Oh, I don't remember his last name. But okay. It's a very funny sketch. Um, you know, you can hardly pick up a newspaper nowadays without seeing a report of someone somewhere sighting a, a UFO. That's being an un- unidentified flying object. Um, they may be called unidentified, but people are still identifying them. Well, they're, un- they're identifying the unidentifiability of them, actually. Recently, recently uh, a woman right here in Fernwood not only sighted one of those things, but she claims she came into intimate contact with an alien from another planet. Hey. Uh, she's come here tonight to tell us her story, so would you please welcome Mrs. Sylvia Miller. into our spaceship. Thank what? you. I'm very happy to be here. Well, we're very happy to have you. I'm sure everyone's uh, pretty eager to just hear your story. Why don't you start right in? Yes. Well, let me tell you how it was with me. It was uh, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was a Thursday. It was uh, very much like any other Thursday. I was out in my backyard taking down my wash. Sure. And I was standing there, and all of a sudden, I noticed a huge beam of white light. Well, at first, I thought perhaps I had used too much bleach, but then... <laughs> Whiter and whiter, and I watched it, and it, it uh, went behind my house in the meadow. You've never been there, but there's no. a meadow. And the strangest thing happened. All of a sudden, uncontrollably, 
I began to uh, go towards the beam of light, just walking uncontrollably, still clutching a pair of my husband's shorts. And I got closer to the beam of light, the sky turned blue, and all of a sudden, through the blueness, at this point, I could make out a, a metal object, I would say, perhaps 30 feet this way. Oh, boy. And um, as I approached it, a huge ramp shot from this uh, thing, and all of a sudden, at the end of the ramp, there was a door, and the door opened, and at this particular time, a uh, blue man of about two feet with antennas walked toward me, and the next thing that happened really just shocked, shocked me to death, I'll tell you the truth. Well, uh, I know it's hard for you to talk about it. Um, could you tell us what happened next? Well, the next thing, the next thing that happened is uh, he threw open his spacesuit and a beam of light shot right out at me. What in the universe is this? I'm yes. So it didn't have anything to do with your bleach. Uh, no. What no. And uh, as the beam of light uh, shot towards me, uh, all of my clothes came off. Holy cow, like a white tornado. Like this thing. That's just incredible. Yes, uh, they just, uh, for some reason, flew off, including my husband's underwear. <laughs> Which we have not found. Yeah, which you were holding rather than wearing. Oh, yes, at that time holding them rather than wearing Throw that them. up. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, at this particular time, that's exactly what happened. So you were just standing there naked as the day you were born, basically. Yes, I was naked, uh-huh. Uh, and was he naked, too? Uh, I mean, the individual, not your husband. The one who the came out. The blue man? Yes. That's a very good question. Uh, well, let me let me be honest. I don't know because you see, I have nothing to compare it with. Let me think. Uh, he certainly wasn't anything like my husband. Good or bad? Well, we don't know until we hear the rest of the story. I don't think. Yes, uh, but uh, anyhow, it was at this time that uh, he. Uh, I don't know how to put this delicately. Uh, had his way with me. Oh boy. <laughs> Okay, well, I think you put it very delicately. Um, I bet it put a lot less delicately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a second here, though. Uh, I, I, this is, I mean, this is all so fantastic. Are you, are you trying to tell me that, that you were abused by an intergalactic being? I'm not sure that I understand that terminology. Are you trying to It was definitely an interracial thing. Yeah. At that particular time, uh, naturally, of course, I started to scream. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I, nothing came out of my mouth. Has that ever, I went, <sighs> nothing. Uh, has that ever happened to you? Just when I'm doing the search breath test. Yes. <laughs> it was a terrible thing. And then at this particular point in time, I was uh, violated with a beam of light. Hmm. Actually, uh, Mrs. Meller, could you actually call it a violation if it was simply a beam of light? I mean, really. Of course it was a violation if the light goes where he shined it. Okay. All right. Uh, might as well get right down to it here. Did you feel any physical pain? No, 
it was not painful, it was humiliating. But I know that I was violated. How long did this attack actually last, this attack of beaming? Just seconds, seconds. Wow, he must be quite a guy. <laughs> the, the serious thing, the thing that I pray and I, I worry so much about, I just hope that I am not carrying a half-breed creature. I mean, for all I know, I could be giving birth to a flashlight. Uh, oh, boy. You never know when you get them on the show what it's going to turn into. This is uh, <laughs> the bigger story than I thought. Are you actually trying to say that you could possibly whew, be pregnant <laughs> by a man from outer space? I mean, that's pretty hard to buy. That's what my husband said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to, speaking of deviations, I would like to deviate for a minute. I happen to know these TV beams go into outer space, and I'd like to take an opportunity to address this intergalactic pervert out there. And uh, this is Jerry Hubbard down here on Earth. This is not how we handle the women in this world. You're dealing with the, the, the ladies of America here. It's not wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I'm telling you, next time you get an idea to come down here to one of our women, the least you can do is take them out for a couple of drinks, maybe a nice dinner. Would that kill you? Maybe a movie. Uh, you like to go to movies, don't you, Mrs. Miller? Take her out and uh, shove some scrambled eggs and coffee down her throat. It wouldn't hurt to say an occasional, hey, you're looking nicer. Is that a new dress you got on? And then a little later, if uh, she doesn't have a headache or she doesn't have to get up early, then maybe it's time for wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Carry on like that with our women, believe me. Next time you try it, and uh, keep your laser beard yourself, we'll cut off your batteries and hand them to you on a silver platter.
gonna mess with time You must get out of your mind If you don't know how to do that Just go get yourself a cat Watch the cat He don't watch the news Watch the cat He don't get those blues That is how I found the answer Cat is Zen Factor So when you're home at night Turn off your electric light Burn a candle two or three And pull the plug on your TV Suddenly the war is over And you just don't need a makeover Watch the cat and you will see Nice fur, commercial free All that rises falls away Off goes that 401k But you'll know where it's at If you'll just consult the cat Watch the cat Turn off the TV Watch the cat Do that and be free Yeah, the cat is master Colombo's music. Okay, that's Chuck Colombo. I love that song. It's pretty cool. Send it to my friends. Okay, let's keep it moving with some comedy. Might be a good time to mention my books are available on Amazon. Okay, A Pocket Full of Confidence and Ah Musings. Poetry Musings. Okay, very fun. By everything Nancy Lombardo. I'm just pitching myself right now. I think it's good to pitch yourself. You want to support the arts? Support the arts by supporting the arts. It doesn't have to be a holiday. Hi, I'm Nancy Lombardo. Would you like to do something special this Christmas? Me too. So this Christmas, instead of sponsoring some silly little third world child, why not sponsor me, Nancy Lombardo, an American? For just pennies a day, barely the cost of a cup of Prozac, You can be my sponsor. Just imagine what your money can do for me. With your help, I can afford new headshots, resumes, voice lessons, demo reels, and the much-needed psychiatric help my friends have been joking about behind my back. Think about it. You can save me, Nancy Lombardo, an American, or some anonymous foreign kid who will probably just grow up to overthrow our government. I think the choice is simple, America. Don't you? <laughs> always fun. Always fun, don't you know? Okay. Yeah, checking things out here. Uh, don't forget All Musings. It's a collection of poetry I wrote over the years. It's fun. It's on Kindle now, too, so you can get it there. But always always fun to check out these new uh, things going on. And uh the talented people in the world, and like that. So uh, let's see. Um, that was pretty good. I like that Chuck Colombo. Very nice uh, swing music, right? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Okay. Uh, let's get a little more comedy. How about some George Carlin? Comedy star George Carlin. <laughs> almost got a sprocket in my pocket. That was a quick change. Hi there. <laughs> Little eye stick for the people at home. The sound might not be working on their sets. I'll show you the one I used to do when I was a kid. I used to do this one on the subway. 
just keeping one eye closed. I was brought up here in New York, brought up in, used to go on the subway to 116th Street and make sure one eye was closed and make sure that everybody could see it because a lot of people don't like to look right at you when they think something's wrong, you know. They, they kind of go, oh, God, I'm going to die. In the subway, they look over the newspaper at you. Oh, look at that there. So I'd make sure everybody had seen it. I'd read, go see, meet Miss Subways, read everything. And finally, about 86th Street, I'd kind of go down and come up with the other one. <laughs> Very few ever noticed it. I mentioned hair. We moved from my eyes to my hair. I'm aware some stare at my hair. In fact, to be fair, some really despair of my hair. But they're not aware, nor are they debonair. In fact, they're real square. They see hair down to there, say beware, and go off on a tear. I say no fair. <laughs> a head that's bare is really nowhere. So be like a bear. Be fair with your hair. Show it you care. Wear it to there. <laughs> or to there. Or to there if you dare. My wife bought some hair at a fair to use as a spare. <laughs> Did I care? Au contraire. <laughs> Spare hair is fair. In fact, hair can be rare. Fred Astaire has no hair, nor does a chair, nor a chocolate eclair. And where is the hair on a pair? Nowhere, mon frere. <laughs> now that I've shared this affair of the hair, I think I'll repair to my lair and use nair. Do you care? <laughs> mention hair because to some people it's important. It's not important to me. I've only had my extra hair for about a year now. Actually, it's the same hair I always had. It just used to be on the inside, you know. <laughs> Wearing on the outside, that's the only thing different. What else is new? The big fight is coming up. Ali and Frazier, Muhammad Ali. I call him Muhammad Ali because that's what he wants. Oh, yeah, he's a big dude, and he hits hard, you know. I'll call him what he wants. But uh, it's good that he's being allowed to work again. As you know, he couldn't work for three years. Uh, of course, he had a strange job beating people up. <laughs> but that was his, you know, his right. He could have that job. Government wanted him to change jobs. Government wanted him to kill people. <laughs> He thought it over and he said, no, that's where I draw the line. Uh, I'll beat him up, but I don't want to kill him. And the government told him, well, if you won't kill him, we won't let you beat him up. Uh, and it was all because he didn't want to go to Vietnam. And now we're getting out of Vietnam through Laos and Cambodia. <laughs> That's got to be the long way. We've got to go through China and Russia to get out that way. What are we going to tell them? We'll only be here a short time. We're just looking for a trail. Well, maybe they'll go for it. I don't know. Of course, we're only there in Southeast Asia for one reason, to free the people so they can have industry. Isn't that what we do everywhere, I think? We kind of free people and then lay a little industry on them so they can have all the benefits of industry that we have. <coughs> Oh, beautiful for smoggy skies, insecticided grain, 
For strip-mined mountains' majesty Above the asphalt plain America, America Man sheds his waste on thee And hides the pines with billboard signs From sea to oily sea But comedically, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to close with a little weather forecast from my good buddy, Al Sleep, the Hippy Dippy Weatherman. Yay! Baby, what's happening? K Pasa! K, what you call your Pasa? Al Sleep here, your Hippy Dippy Weatherman, brought to you by Parsons Pest Control. Do you have termites, water bugs, and roaches? Yeah, <laughs> Parsons will kill the termites and water bugs and help you get rid of the roaches. <laughs> Present temperature is 41 degrees at the airport, which is stupid because I don't know anyone who lives at the airport. <laughs> Downtown, it's much hotter. Tonight's forecast, dark. <laughs> Continued mostly dark tonight. Turning to partly light in the morning. Good night, man. He's writing a book, The Secret Papers of George Carlin. Gotta love him, George Carlin. All right, we're winding down now. Wow. Don't forget, Nancy Lombardo on Amazon. Check me out. Buy my stuff. Oh, we're down to the end here. Let me find something that's appropriate in the timing. Okay. Let's see. I got to scroll all the way down. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. Almost, almost. Here we go. Just in time. This will end very nicely. Old Nancy Lombardo, available on Amazon. I once dreamed of being chased through a dollhouse by a white lobster that wore glitter and spoke with a French accent. <laughs> now, what this meant, I'll never know. But I do know if I told anybody, I'd be labeled a lunatic. And labeled wrongly unless it's for the public good. Let's say you're at a party. And you can take out a labeling gun and start tagging people like they're doing Wild Kingdom. Wacko. Loser. You're so friendly. That would really be good. But not too friendly like the guys in the office. Or your boss who's really nice. Except in an earthquake you'd really be thinking, he's old, he's slow. I can beat him to the door jam. Oh yeah, LA's a jammed up situation. I'm enough false, I wouldn't purposely build my home over one. The one time I was naive enough to think that generic food was for the elderly. It made sense to me at the time, all those big black and white labels. And then a friend pointed out, Nancy, there's a difference between generic and geriatric. Boy, did I feel foolish not to be confused with that. 